When Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of King Herod, behold, Magi from the east arrived in Jerusalem, saying, Where is the newborn king of the Jews? We saw his star at its rising and have come to do him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was greatly troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. Assembling all the chief priests and the scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. They said to him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it has been written through the prophet, And you, Bethlehem, land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, since from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and ascertained from them the time of the star's appearance. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search diligently for the child. When you have found him, bring me word that I too may go and do him homage. After their audience with the king, they set out. And behold, the star that they had seen at its rising preceded them, until it came and stopped over the place where the child was. They were overjoyed at seeing the star, and on entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother. They prostrated themselves and did him homage. Then they opened their treasures and offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed for their country by another way. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. One of the perks about being Catholic is that instead of uh, having one day of Christmas, uh, we have eight days of Christmas. And it's a, kind of like a Groundhog Day effect, if you've seen that movie, where, where each day we could wake up and treat it as though it's Christmas morning. And, and this is a great gift that I think most people don't really dive into. Uh, and it's a great gift for multiple reasons, one of which would be a spiritual reason. Right, we can look at Christmas and, and the liturgy, the, the different readings for each day of the octave, help us to look at what happened, that Jesus is coming, from multiple different angles. Uh, I think in a practical sense, though, uh, we could use this to our advantage, uh, because these eight days can, can give us an excuse to appropriate time for some of the gifts that we've received. Right? If we're not having to host people at our house, we're not having to entertain people, uh, we can kind of dig in, maybe, to some of those gifts we've received. Because let's be honest that uh, amongst the chaos of Christmas Day, uh, we don't really have time to kind of unfurl, unpackage, kind of implement, or use, or even learn what it is that we have been given. But it's important to do that, right? I mean, I think of some of the gifts that I've been given. Now, uh, this Christmas, receive stuff for hiking. Well, if you look outside, um, now's not quite the best time to test it out. Uh, and so, but if I don't look into it, if I don't put it in a, in a good spot, uh, it's probably going to be forgotten. And how often that, that can be for us, the case that we can forget about these things, uh, or we can even, they can even be mistaken gifts. We may not know fully what they are, unless we spend the time to look into it, or even at times bring someone else in who really knows what it's about. 
See, not all gifts are fully appreciated at the time they're given. Not all gifts are really fully appreciated until a later time. And for some, <laughs> that time never comes. And this is true, I think, for gifts and also for different belongings that we've amassed throughout our life that we, we don't necessarily know what they are. They can sit on the shelf for years. And when we look into it, um, I think it can bring a new perspective. You know, that's one of the reasons that I really like something my brother has started in the last few years. Um, he, my brother Grant, lives up near Kansas City. And so when he comes home, uh, he does this simply out of humor, but it's this year I found a new perspective on it. He'll go and he'll um, look through my room uh, without me knowing it, find an, an item uh, that I've had, or, or now that my brother lives across from my parents, he'll, he was over there and, and grabbed something this year. And then as you can guess, he would take that and package it up or put it in a bag and put it under the Christmas tree, right? He would re-gift something that we've already had. And while he did it this year and we, we all laughed at it, um, I found a new perspective. Because this year he had grabbed my brother's headgear from when he wrestled in high school, right? It's been 20 years, I would venture to say, since he's actually used this headgear. And so just stuck in a box in my brother's garage, Grant found that, gifted it to him. And when we laughed about it and went on our way, later on throughout the night when we were playing a game, my niece, my brother who had this headgear's daughter, put it on. And with the rise of now girls wrestling in high school, who knows, maybe someday this very headgear that was forgotten, that collected dust from my brother, could be given to her to be used. It could be re-gifted. And so this Sunday, as we, you might be wondering, Father, where are you going with this? The Sunday as we celebrate the epiphany that God's presence was made known to all the nations, we recognize in, in the three kings, which I guess after mass we'll move on up to the front because they've now arrived, right? These, these magi. That in this journey, they went over 600 miles. It would have been a 10-day journey. And they kept these luxurious gifts safe that whole time. They, they, they prized these gifts that they were to give. And from what we've collected from Herod and, and the way that he... Uh, sought out with his advisors, they may have been following this astrological event, this, this astronomical event, the, the star. They may have been following that for as much as two years. So theoretically, these three wise men may have been sitting on these gifts for two years until finally they were able to take it for the benefit of the Holy Family. And so the point of the Magi's journey for us, part of this celebration of Epiphany, is that all of us have been sitting on our own gifts for far longer than two years. And it's time that we brush the dust off and recognize what these gifts are that we've been given. We take stock of them. Because on our pilgrimage to the Lord, we, like the Magi, are called to present these very gifts that we've received back to him. To present them to the Lord, not, not in some poetic way or, or not in some you know, way that the life will be sucked out of, out of us and we can call it volunteering? No. <laughs> Actually, in, in, in a much different way. Because it'll require some effort of us, yes. But the point isn't just to, to, to give until we're run dry. Actually, the point of this is to find great joy. Because the Lord desires to give us these things 
for the benefit of other people. So we heard in our second reading today, St. Paul said, it's a stewardship of God's grace that was given to me. Why? <laughs> for your benefit. In other words, God has given us these gifts, not just for us to hold on to, but rather, we oftentimes don't find the joy in those very gifts until we give it to someone else, until we share it with someone else. And these gifts that God has given to us came to us at baptism, they were affirmed in us and given to us at confirmation. And over and over and over again, God pours these gifts into our hearts, these charisms, for the sake of someone else. And we don't find the joy until we give it to them. It's a way for us this Christmas season to kind of evaluate, like we would what's under the tree, what is given to us within our heart. Where has the Lord given us a gift that we haven't fully appreciated yet? And so my brothers and sisters, like the Magi who've traveled together, we have to accompany one another in this. Sometimes it takes someone else's words to us to help us recognize a gift we've been given. And a gift that actually gives us delight when we share it. And we don't have to be fearful of this change of direction. You know, when the Magi went home, they went home by a different route. And so today, as we leave here we should have a new perspective on the gift of the epiphany, on the gift of Christ and his nativity, and on the gift of our very lives, the gift that, gifts that we've been given. And we don't have to be fearful like Herod was that it's going to challenge our status quo. We don't have to worry about what this will require or demand of us. It's not something to be repulsed by, but rather something to find joy in. Because it can open us up and it can help us to utilize those gifts that we've been given so that, like I said in our first reading today, our hearts may throb and overflow with joy. Here at Magdalene, we have a pilgrimage of sorts, if you will, a way that we can kind of figure out these gifts, a way that we can kind of work together, not, not just to identify what those gifts are, but to begin implementing them. And it's been something that we did as a pair of staff, something I can attest to that's been of great value because... It's been hard for me to see some of the gifts that I've been given. And so these things come to the surface through conversation with other people. They've helped me identify these places that I thought I was just performing a duty. But now I've actually been able to uncover where it can be a joyful part of my life. And that same offer is there for all of you. Right? Whether or not you, you do this program called Called and Gifted, whether or not you do that, we should be intentional about discovering these gifts so that we can make the Lord present to people today so that all nations as we heard in our first reading today even all of our parishioners even non-catholics in our community can begin walking by our light see my brother has a chance to dust off this headgear and to take something that he had forgotten about and pass it on give something that was important to him to his kids someday and here he can find a, a simple joy <laughs> Not just in the fact that he doesn't have to buy another set of headgear, but rather in the fact that something that he delighted in, him, in himself, that he can share. And a very gifting, as you may, to his children, may be a way that helps them to find a sort of joy in their life as well. And so today, let's take stock of the gifts that we've been given. And by carrying these gifts throughout our life, we may begin exposing them to the world and begin finding joy in them so that we can be a steward of God's gifts 
steward of God's gifts for the benefit of others so that our hearts and theirs may throb with joy.